Hi, Boston Center, TMU. We have a, a problem here. We have a hijacked aircraft headed towards New York, and we need you guys to, we need someone to scramble some F-16s or something up there to help us out. Is this, is this real world or exercise? No, this is not an exercise manifest. Okay, hey, uh, hold on one second, okay? Yes. There were many people in the building. Oh, another one just hit. Something else just hit. A very large plane just oh. flew directly over my building, and there's been another collision. Can you see it? I yes. can see it on this shot. Oh, my. Something else has you just... You know what? We just saw like a plane circling the building. Oh. oh, my goodness, there's another this one. This seems to be on purpose. Oh, my goodness, now you... Now it's obvious, I think, that uh, th there's a second plane just crashed into the World Trade Center. I think we have a terrorist act. Welcome. I'm Tom Jocelyn co-host of a new podcast from FTD's long war journal, Generation Jihad. Take a look around the globe today, and you'll see jihadists fighting everywhere from West Africa to Southeast Asia. They aren't the dominant force in all of those areas, or even most of them, but jihadism has mushroomed into a worldwide movement since the 9-11 hijackings nearly two decades ago. We'll get into the reasons why in this and future episodes of the podcast, but I'll share one observation here as a frame of reference. Militants often refer to Osama bin Laden as the reviving imam, or reviving sheikh. Despite the fact that bin Laden had no religious credentials, this honorific is intended to highlight his role in reinvigorating a spirit of jihadism across Muslim communities. Of course, Muslims continue to be the primary victims of jihadist terror to this day. Still, it's easy to see why many jihadists credit bin Laden and his comrades with instigating a widespread belief in their violent ideology. Al-Qaeda was always a revolutionary organization. By focusing their terror on America, Bin Laden, Ayman al-Zawahiri, and others succeeded in inspiring others to pick up their banner. The world hasn't always gone Al-Qaeda's way, of course. Bin Laden has been dead for nearly nine years. The group has suffered many setbacks, including during the rise of ISIS, an organization that sought to achieve Al-Qaeda's long-standing goal of resurrecting an Islamic caliphate. ISIS failed in that regard, but both groups continue to fight and operate in multiple countries. And that's the primary focus of this podcast, Generation Jihad. Hey, I'm Bill Raggio. When I founded the Long War Journal in 2007, I spent a lot of time deliberating over the website's name. Ultimately, I decided on the Long War because that best summarizes the jihadist generational vision. The Long War was a concept that briefly bubbled up in U.S. defense circles. But... That theme quickly receded. It was replaced by meaningless bureaucratic jargon such as overseas contingency operations. Today, we don't hear a lot of talk about the long war, but instead, America's endless wars. Of course, it is appropriate to debate where, when, and how America and its allies should use military force. We are probably more skeptical of military action than most people realize. And America has certainly made its share of mistakes since 9-11. But the concept of endless wars frames these issues in a misleading way. It makes it seem as if events around the world are purely driven by an American desire for war. This is not true, and it gives no agency to the jihadists themselves. We've seen how wrong this thinking can be in the not-so-distant past. The U.S. government already tried to end the Iraq War in 2011. That didn't work out so well. The U.S. has been trying to extricate itself from Afghanistan since 2014. 
We've criticized those war efforts somewhat relentlessly, but the jihadists get a vote whether America continues fighting or not. And that's what Generation Jihad is all about. Each week, we'll bring you a new story focusing on jihadism around the globe. These stories will focus not only on Sunni jihadism, but also Shiite extremist groups. Wars typically don't end. They are won or lost. And because the jihadists are primarily insurgents, they are well positioned to keep fighting indefinitely. As readers of FDD's Long War Journal know, our work is focused on granular analysis, details that often don't receive widespread attention. We'll focus on these details in each podcast and also hope to bring you interviews with policymakers, analysts, and others. So, subscribe to Generation Jihad today. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere else you listen to your shows. Our first episode will be launching next week. We hope you'll join us. See you guys soon.